0: Good morning, Sonship. Welcome to Course in Miracles Daily Reading Conference Call, where we read from the original edition of ACM, which is published by Course in Miracles Society. Today, we are reading from Chapter 31, Section 2, Paragraphs 13 to 25, The Illusion of an Enemy. You can access an original edition by going to jcim.net, and you will see um, in the menu bar a link that says Online Edition." Our call is Monday through Friday from 9.15 to 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, where during this hour, we read each paragraph two times until we are finished with our assignment. After that, we open up the call for sharing, and when we share, we say our name, and when we are finished, we let everyone know by saying, I am complete. We invite our daily workbook lesson into our practice and study today. It is Lesson 324, I Merely Follow for I Would Not Lead. And finally, we ask that mute your phone at all times unless you are speaking by using your own mute function on
1: your device.
0: So at this um, time, I have Bryce listening, and in order, we have Lee, Reverend Regia, Paul, Fran, Sharon, Carl reading. Is there anyone else that would like to say hello or get on the reading list? El
2: preso numero nueve de Jesus is here. Ah, Buenos Dias. It's I Rob.
0: Said. I'm <laughs> listening. Glad you're here. Anyone else here?
3: All right, Reverend Rita. let's pray. Okay. We'll begin by closing our eyes and drawing within and being still just a few moments ago. And as we do, we feel our body relax, our breath relaxes as well, and our surface thoughts, they become fewer. This helps us to draw back to the core of our being, where the loving thoughts of God reside. We want to open to them now we have been given uh, a uh, beautiful tool it's our lesson and today our lesson is I merely follow for I would not lead this tells me that if I think I know the way (laughs) then I become the leader I determine what is so when someone doesn't follow me, I'm disappointed and upset. But I don't know. There is one within who does know. And so this is my prayer. Quote, Father, you are the one who gave the plan for my salvation to me. You have set the way I am to go, the role to take, and every step in my appointed path, I cannot lose the way. I can but choose to wander off a while and then return, unquote. I have chosen to wander off a while, but I am returning. I have been lost in dreams of separation, ancient dreams. But now I'm remembering, quote, you have set the way. I am to go. Unquote. It is the way appointed through forgiveness. In this way I see what is real, and this the light that brightens my path. Each time I wander off, quote, your loving voice will always call me back and guide my feet aright. My brothers all can follow in the way I lead them, yet I merely follow on the way to you. As you direct me and would have me go. And the way is but to know we both are one and walk together, not alone, for Christ dwells in us both. So let us follow one who knows the way. We need not tarry, and we cannot stray except an instant. From his loving hand, we walk together for we follow him. We are recalling the journey's goal, which is but to decide to walk with him. And it is he who makes the ending sure and guarantees a safe returning home unquote. And so it is.
4: Amen. 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 Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Reverend Richard.
0: An illusion of an enemy. 13. An ancient lesson is not overcome by the opposing of the new and old. It is not vanquished that the truth be known for not fought against to lose the truth's appeal, there is no battle which must be prepared, no time to be expended, and no plans that need be laid for bringing in the new. Hmm. There is an ancient battle being waged against the truth, but the truth does not respond. Who could be hurt in such a war unless he hurts himself? He has no enemy in truth, and he can And can he be assailed by dreams Lee 13 and 14 please
5: an ancient lesson is not overcome by the opposing of the new and old it is not vanquished that the truth be known nor fought against to lose to truth's appeal there is no battle which must be prepared no time to be expended and no plans that need be laid for bringing in the new there is an ancient battle being waged against the truth but truth does not respond who could be hurt in such a war unless he hurts himself he has no enemy in truth and can he be assailed by dreams 14 let us review again what seems to stand between you and the truth of what you are for there are steps in its relinquishment the first is a decision that you make but afterwards the truth is given you you would establish truth and by your wish you set two choices to be made each time you think you must decide on anything neither is true nor are they different. Yet must we see them both before you can look past them to the one alternative that is a different choice, but not in dreams you made that this might be obscured to you.
0: Thank you, Lee. Reverend Ridge of 14 and 15, please.
3: Uh-huh. 14. Let us review again what seems to stand between you and the truth of what you are. For there are steps in its relinquishment. The first is a decision that you make, but afterwards the truth is given you. You would establish truth. And by your wish, you set two choices to be made each time you think you must decide on anything. Neither one is true, nor are they different. Yet must we see them both before we can look past them to the one alternative that is a different choice? But not in dreams you made that this might be obscured to you fifteen what you would what you would choose between is not a choice, and gives but the illusion it is free for it will have one outcome either way, thus is it really not a choice at all? The leader and the follower emerge. As separate roles, each seeming to possess advantages you would not want to lose. So in their fusion, there appears to be the hope of satisfaction and of peace. You see yourself divided into both these roles, forever split between the two. And every friend or enemy becomes a means to help you save yourself from this.
0: Hmm. Thank you, Reverend Regia. Paula, 15 and 16, please.
6: What you would choose between is not a choice and gives but the illusion it is free, for it will have one outcome either way. Thus is it really not a choice at all. The leader and the follower emerge as separate roles, each seeming to possess possess advantages you would not want to lose. So in their fusion there appears to be the hope of satisfaction and of peace. You see yourself divided into both these roles, forever split between the two. And every friend or enemy becomes a means to help you save yourself from this. 16. Perhaps you call it love. Perhaps you think that it is murder justified at last. You hate the one you gave the leader's role when you would have it. And you hate as well his not assuming it, at times you want to let the follower in, you arise and give away the role of leadership. And thus excuse me, and this is what you made your brother for, and learn to think that this is his purpo- that this his purpose is. Unless he serves it he has not fulfilled the function that was given him by you, and thus he merits death because he has no purpose and no usefulness to you. Thank you, Paula. Fran, 16 and 17, please.
1: 16. Perhaps you call it love. Perhaps you think that it is murder justified at last. You hate the one you gave the leader's role when you would have it, and you hate as well just not assuming it at times you want to let the follower in you Arise and give away the role of leadership. And this is what you made your brother for, and learn to think that this his purpose is. Unless he serves it, he has not fulfilled the function that was given him by you. And thus, he merits death, because he has no purpose and no usefulness to you. 17. And what about him? What does he want of you? What well, could he want? But what you want is him. Aaron, is life as easily as death. For what you choose, you choose as well for him. Two calls you make to him, as he to you. Between these two is choice, because from them, there is a different outcome. If he be the leader or the follower to you, it matters not, for you have chosen death. And if he calls for death or calls for life, for hate or for forgiveness and for help, is not the same an outcome. Hear the one and you are separate from him and are lost, but hear the other and you join with him, And, and your answer is salvation found. The voice you hear in him is but your own. What does he ask for? And listen well for he is asking what will come to you because you see an image of yourself and hear your voice requesting what you want. Thank you, Fran. Sharon, 17, 18,
0: 19, and 20, please. I'm sorry, you said 17 through 20? Yeah, read all the way way through the end of 20.
4: Okay. Thanks. And what of him? What does he want of you? What does he want, but what you want of him? Herein is life as easily as death, for what you choose, you choose as well for him. Two calls you make to him, as he to you. Between these two is choice, because from them there is a different outcome. If he be the leader or the follower to you, It matters not, for you have chosen death. But if he calls for death or calls for life, for hate or for forgiveness and for help, is not the same in outcome. Hear the one, and you are separate from him and are lost. But hear the other, and you join with him, and in your answer is salvation found. The voice you hear in him is but your own what does he ask you for and listen well for he is asking what will come to you because you see an image of yourself and hear your voice requesting what you want before you answer pause to think of this The answer that I give my brother is what I am asking for, and what I learn of him is what I learn about myself. Then let us wait an instant and be still, forgetting everything we thought we heard, remembering how much we do not know. This brother neither leads nor follows us, but walks beside us on the self-same road he is like us as near or far away from what we want as we will let him be we make no gains he does not make with us and we fall back if he does not advance take not his hand in anger but in love for in his progress do you count your own and we go separately along the way unless we keep him safely. You keep him safely by your side. Thank you, Sharon.
0: Carl, um, 18, 19, 20, and 21, please.
7: Before you, before you answer, pause to think of this. The answer that I give my brother is what I am asking for. And what I learn of him is what I learn about myself. 20. Then let us wait an instant and be still, forgetting everything we thought we heard, remembering how much we do not know. This brother neither leads nor follows us, but walks beside us in the selfsame road. He is like us, as near or far away from what we want as we will let him be. We make no gains he does not make with us, and we fall back if he does not advance. Take not his hand in anger, but in love, for in his progress do you count your own, and we go separately along the way, unless you keep him safely by your side. 21. Because he is your equal in God's love, you will be saved from all appearances and answers to the Christ who calls to you. Be still and listen. Think not ancient thoughts. Forget the dismal lessons that you learned about this Son of God who calls to you. Christ calls to all with equal tenderness, seeing no leaders and no followers, and hearing but one answer to them all. Because he hears one voice, he cannot hear a different answer from the one he gave when God appointed him his only son.
0: Thanks, Carl. Looking for a new reader, please, for 21 and 22.
4: I will read. This is Ida. Okay, Ida, thanks. 21. Because he is your equal... In God's love you will be saved from all appearances and answer to the Christ who calls to you be still and listen think not ancient thoughts forget the dismal lessons that you learned about this Son of God who calls to you Christ calls to all with equal tenderness seeing no leaders and no followers And hearing but one answer to them all because he hears one voice he cannot hear a different answer from the one he gave when God appointed him his only son 22 be very still an instant come without all thought of what you have ever learned before and put aside all images you made the old will fall away before the new without your opposition or intent. There will be no attack upon the things you saw were precious and in need of care. There will be no assault upon your wish to hear a call that never has been made. Nothing will hurt you in this holy place to which you come to listen silently and learn the truth of what you really want. No more than this will you be asked to learn. But as you hear it, you will understand you need but come away without the thoughts you did not want and that were never true.
0: Thank you, Ida. Do we have a new reader please for 22 and 23 please?
8: Uh, this is Mary I can read. Thanks Mary. <clears throat> Be very still an instant. Come without all thought of what you ever learned before and put aside all images you made. The old will fall away before the new without your opposition or intent. There will be no attack upon the things you thought were precious and in need of care. There will be no assault upon your wish to hear a call that never has been made. Nothing will hurt you in this holy place to which you come to listen silently and learn the truth of what you really want. No more than this will you be asked to learn. But as you hear it, you will understand You need but come away without the thoughts you did not want and that were never true. 23. Forgive your brother all appearances which are but ancient lessons that you taught yourself about the sinfulness in you. Hear but his call for mercy and release from all the fearful images he holds of what he is and of what you must be. He is afraid to walk with you and thinks perhaps a bit behind, a bit ahead, would be a safer place for him to be. Can you make progress if you think the same? advancing only when he would step back and falling back when he would go ahead? For so do you forget the journey's goal, which is but to decide to walk with him so neither leads nor follows. Thus it is a way you go together, not alone. And in this choice is learning's outcome changed. For Christ has been reborn to both of you.
0: Thank you, Mary. New reader, please, for 23 and 24. All right, Lee, 23 and 24, please.
5: Forgive your brother all appearances which are but ancient lessons that you taught yourself about the sinfulness in you. Hear but his call for mercy and release from all the fearful images he holds of what he is and of what you must be. He is afraid to walk with you and thinks perhaps a bit behind, a bit ahead, would be a safer place for him to be. Can you make progress if you think the same, advancing only when he would step back and falling back when he would go ahead? For so do you forget the journey's goal, which is but to decide to walk with him so neither leads nor follows. Thus it is a way you go together, not alone. And in this choice is learning's outcome changed for Christ has been reborn to both of you. 24, an instant spent without your old ideas of who your great companion is and what he should be asking for will be enough to let this happen. And you will perceive his purpose is the same as yours. He asks for what you want and needs the same as you. It takes perhaps a different form in him, but it is not the form you answer to. He asks and you receive, for you have come with but one purpose, that you both may learn you love each other with a brother's love, and as a brother must his father be the same as yours as he is like yourself.
0: Thanks, Lee. Reverend Regia 24 and 25, please.
3: 24. An instant spent without your old ideas of who your great companion is and what he should be asking for will be enough to let this happen. And you will perceive his purpose is the same as yours. He asks for what you want and needs the same as you. It takes perhaps a different form in him, but it is not the form you answer to. He asks, and you receive, for you have come with but one purpose, that you both may learn you love each other with a brother's love. And as a brother, must his father be the same as yours, as he is like yourself. 25 Together is your joint inheritance remembered and accepted by you both. Alone, it is denied to both of you. Is it not clear that while you still insist on leading or on following, you think you walk alone with no one by your side? This is the road to nowhere, for the light cannot be given while you walk alone, and so you cannot see which way to go and thus there is confusion and a sense of endless doubting as you stagger back and forth in the darkness and alone. Yet these are but appearances of what the journey is and how it must be made. For next to you is one who holds the light before you so that every step is made in certainty and sureness of the road. A blindfold can indeed obscure your sight, but cannot make the way itself grow dark. And he who travels with you, has the light. Thank
0: you, Reverend Rija. And Paula, 25, please.
6: Together is your joint inheritance remembered and accepted by you both. Alone, it is denied to both of you, it is not clear that while you still insist on leading or on following, You think you walk alone with no one by your side. This is the road to nowhere, for the light cannot be given while you walk alone, and so you cannot see which way you go. And thus there is confusion and a sense of endless doubting as you stagger back and forward in the darkness and alone. Yet these are but appearances of what the journey is and how it must be made. For next to you is one who holds the light before you, so that every step is made in certainty and sureness of the road. A blind foe can indeed obscure your sight, but cannot make the way itself grow grow dark. And he who travels with you has the light. Amen. Amen.
0: Thank you, Paula. And he who travels with you has the light. Amen. The floor is open.
6: Amen.
4: I'm complete.
2: Okay. Here we go. What is the only greeting you can say to your True, recognized self in your brother. Namaste. Namaste in Hindi is correct. In uh, Sanskrit is correct. But in Angelish, what is the grieving? English. Brother, my twin. The only adequate greeting. Brother, my twin.
4: I love you as myself. I love you in Christ's love.
2: You mean all that when you say, brother, my twin. You mean all that because that is the way Jesus taught you to see. Brother, my twin. No difference. Not a little ahead, not a little behind, exactly parallel, and actually one being the other. That's the secret to the sayings. I'm complete. I'm sorry I didn't say
4: that. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Rob. I have two little stories. <clears throat> Excuse me, just as I One is from about a month ago when I was in a retreat in St. David, if you know that place, in the monastery, and another lady from the retreat was going on a walk early in the morning, and I wanted to walk with her. So she wanted to walk longer, I think, and I guided us to a shorter way when... She asked, and there was that thing. It was a concrete example to me of what we just read. Because then we saw a little place, a little building, and it said it was a bookstore, and that was always open or something. but she was afraid to go in, so but I wasn't. So I walked, and I saw that it was open, and indeed they were open all the time. So we went in there and did a little bit of that. And It was on the honor system, you know. And then, but but then she uh, wanted to go through a gate. And for some reason, which I couldn't fathom, I was afraid to go through the gate. So she went up and led the way through that. And it was exactly like part of uh, what this reading says about taking turns leading and following. And that's what she did, but I wasn't totally comfortable with that whole process I really wasn't and now I see why because that was a um, example of what we do in the world in this world now before we have forgiven our brother and ourselves and the second little story is from about nine well somewhere in the 90s when I went to Mexico With a group of spiritual people to do um, earth healing at the Mayan pyramids and there was this little cave we went through and normally I would be afraid of that because it was totally dark, maybe like the walls were slimy and, and God only knows what could bite me or how I could trip and slip and fall down and all this and I was a bunch younger then, but still But we all held one hand of uh, each other as we walked through as a group, it was perfect. It was almost like that movie where where Shirley MacLaine drives the the car after she takes her hand off the wheel, and it was just perfect, and that was like a little mini, it was like a, a miracle to me, and that shows what we do when we take our mother's hand, and you know, in a Concrete example, and thank you. And I'm complete.
2: Very nice.
5: Thanks, Ida. Thanks, Ida.
4: Thanks, Ida. Thanks, Ida. This is Sharon, and this is the absolute most perfect reading for me at this phase of my life, because there is somebody that I can't. That I have a very difficult time being around and and I have to be around her frequently because we work together, and she is very, very bright, very articulate, very convincing, and uh, can cut through uh, appears to be judging me, um, correcting me in little ways. Telling me I need to do, um, questioning me, making, saying, "Are you doing? Are you doing this correctly in this way and that way?" It's just almost every day something like this happens, which must mean that I am setting this situation up. And I see her as being much brighter than I am, and much, um, much more competent than I am, which is a really old egoic um, belief system of mine. And um, having to do with her, pedago- her pedagogy is much more clear in her mind and that um, they, it's, there's so much reading that she's done and so much more uh, training that she's gone through and there's, there's so, much, so much more sophistication in her educational background than in mine. So I put her as above me and threatening. <laughs> and... I don't want. I realized during. I realized just this morning, just a little while ago, that I don't want her to walk beside me because I'm frightened of her, and I'm afraid that she will attack me because I, my egoic thinking, she's attacking me every day, and if she gets close to me, she'll attack me, even more. Um, It's and, and, in my my mind, I am. Stopping myself when I have those thoughts and saying no, 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 and looking for the key, praying about it, praying about it I pray about this every day. it has become almost an obsession of mine because the, the my ego thoughts are getting so huge that I can barely stand it, and that 's because i 'm waking up i Jesus is not letting me um, letting me uh, settle for these thoughts anymore. It's, it's just, they're just screaming at me. And I know, they have no, I know they're all about feeling my own value and feeling connected. And um, this is where my undoing is happening. But right now it's really, really challenging for me. And I need to just, stop and let her walk beside me, and I'm terrified because I'm terrified. It's, the, it's ego that's terrified. It has nothing to do with her. It has nothing to do with anything except a very, very ancient care that I am not valuable. I'm not good enough. I am not, I am not, I am not. And my value depends on this and that, and if I don't do this or that, or know this or that, or understand this or that, or follow this or that, Um, program which I don't believe in but she does um, then I am inferior and I will be found out and I will be cut down Um, and and um, disrespected and talked about and whatever and this is so silly it's just so silly but it's just pure ego so I ask for all of your help with this because I'm right on the edge of of moving over to the other side but I'm like terrified right now um, so, thank you for your help and your love and support, and um, I am complete.
5: Thank you, thank you, Sharon.
4: Thank you, Sharon.
5: Yes, yeah, Sharon, thank you. I just felt my oneness you.
4: with you, and that felt very powerful. I'm complete. Thank you.
0: Oh, Sharon. <laughs> I swear to God, you are like my greatest teacher. So I'm sitting here listening to you going, oh, wow. I can't believe she feels this. She's so amazing. And then the whole time, I'm stuck in my own shit because I, I'm i on the other side. I am that person who thinks she is smarter and knows everything. So my, my lesson is I have this realtor who... <sighs> who's new to the country. She's she's very aggressive. She um she keeps telling me what I need to do. And I'm like, I don't need to do anything. Like I I, I react to her. And it wasn't until you just said, "I feel like she knows more than me." that till Till did I, did I understand what she might be feeling? And I am so profoundly grateful because it just shifted me because I didn't know how to, I keep praying, you know, and, and I keep not listening to what the answer is. And the answer is that everything's perfect and that I can, I can show up and be a little bit more understanding because her, because the way that she's showing up is just in fear when she's telling me what to do and being angry. And now I understand, and I'm grateful. I'm complete.
4: Oh, good. Yay. I'm really glad that this is helpful to someone. <laughs> and to you.
5: Nice, Chris. Thank you.
2: Yes, calls for love.
5: Thanks, Chris.
1: Thanks, Chris.
9: Well, and isn't this the magic of community? when we have stuff going on that we can't even articulate, we can't even identify. And somebody will say, here's what's going on for me, and we go, wait, that's, it. that's exactly it. That's what, that's what I have the problem with. I mean, we see that in 12-step stuff all the time. And again, I don't know why I'm feeling like this, but I'll go to the right place, and somebody will, just like we experienced, will say something that will clarify all the things that were going on for me. So if it wasn't for this Course in Miracles community, there'd be a lot of things that I could not understand or relate to that go on in my life. So I'm just glad that you all are here. and What a wonderful example. Thank you. I'm complete.
2: Can, can we look at this Thanks, a, a moment? Yes, that was Thanks. wonderful. That's exactly what we need. We, we need the community. Because the community will see things from slightly different angles and be sure to want the other part of the community to stand beside them, not be ahead or behind them. That is the love that is equal. And if you understand that these are overlays which you are looking at, painted on coverings by the ego of the truth... Of the untruth that covers the truth that's underneath that is exactly like you are so your forgiveness of yourself for feeling inadequate leads to another door of forgiveness for them who feels that they are superior now you are not lagging and they are not ahead now you are looking at them as equals because the Course has brought the fact that you all are and you can depend on the Course because Jesus has demonstrated his equality by coming in exactly the same form that we come as and overcome the world By seeing everyone as equal, as brothers, as twins. Your forgiveness is the door to peace. First of yourself and then of the other person's overlay. Does that help? I'm through.
0: Thank yes, you, well, it's Chris, Thanks, that you, definitely helps. And just to make this point even more of a point, that email from the realtor came in. Oh, I'm pretty sure when you were reading this morning, Sharon, and my reaction, it was immediately I shoot her back. A, a t- a, no, while we're doing the greeting. Uh, no, I don't want this area. And I don't tell her why. Just big caps like this area is a no go, like very like aggressive back to her. And I just can't even begin to tell you that I couldn't see, no, I shouldn't say couldn't, I didn't want to see that I was, that it was me that was doing this to myself. And again, I just can't say how grateful I am that, that, that I'm able to see that, that I'm causing my own pain, just like we're reading.
2: I'm complete.
5: Thank you, Chris.
2: Yes, perfect. Thanks, Chris.
5: It's Lee, so this idea of leader and follower um, is a little hard to, um, to put our finger on. It's, it's like, in, in what sense now is this idea of leader and follower um, the whole um, key to removing what stands between me and the truth of what I am? That's what he says in 14 let us review again what seems to stand between you and the truth of what you are for there are steps in its relinquishment so perhaps we're ready to take notes on the steps turns out there's only one step the first is the decision that you make but afterwards the truth is given you then he tells me the problem is that I wish to establish truth and by my wish I set two choices to be made each time I think I must decide on anything. Neither of those, he says, is true, nor are they really different. Those two choices turn out to be the choice in relationship with you as to whether I'm the leader or the follower. So he says we must see them both before you can look past those two choices to the one alternative that is a different choice. So he wants to make me very familiar with how in my life, all of my relationships, every encounter puts me in the position either of a leader or a follower. Sometimes I become a follower by my actual choice, as he describes in this section. But think for a moment when you meet someone isn't it true in any encounter in any relationship overall that we tend to feel comfortable either in a power position or in a submissive position isn't that sort of what's happening with every encounter i feel secure or in this person's presence i feel insecure I'm ready to step ahead or, in the presence of this one, maybe it's better I step behind. I meet someone else and I'm not ready to step behind, but because of his judgment and condemnation of me, I'm suddenly threatened. And so my choice is either step behind or assert myself to reassert my stepping ahead. It's always a jostling of leader and follower. How rare is it that I really meet someone and watch for that sensation and move past that to an alternative that's an actual alternative, where I really acknowledge here is a brother who, if by my advance, by my judgment, by my assertion, falls behind, actually keeps me lingering back as well in my development in my own uh, desire to know and experience love if that's my position in relation to relationships or any encounter then I don't advance in the way I could advance if my wish in meeting someone is to Take his hand in acceptance and know that I advance as I see that he advances. We advance together. Everything I do that uplifts anyone I meet uplifts me. Anything I do that releases anyone I meet from my judgment releases me from judgment. This is the real alternative to the nature of relationship as I've known it. And there's one other thing that really stands out for me. He goes into a great description of these calls. There are two calls that I can hear from you when I meet you. And one is the one that resonates with the ego, its expectations, and everything I've described about leader and follower. That's one call. But beneath that call is the call we were introduced to in the last section. The call of every living thing that it be whole and that it be accepted as part of me that's the call that is resounding through creation from each of us and the ego doesn't know how to respond to that call or hear it it's this other part of me that Holy Spirit wants to guide me to that can hear and respond to that call when I meet you there are two calls that I can listen to. And if I penetrate beneath the form or the appearance that had guided me to respond to you aggressively or submissively, penetrate beneath the form and hear and listen to that other call, that's the call that doesn't deny you love, that doesn't deny you life. That doesn't respond as though I'm hearing once again a call to death or the denial of life it's the one that makes me capable of responding in greater and greater situations both to your call for life and inclusion and wholeness and to that same call in me I'm making that same call to life toward you I'm not even aware of that call it's so faint beneath the ego's overlay as I begin to listen and hear that call in you I come to know that call in me and he's introduced us to a way that we can begin to ask to become sensitive to what it would be instead of the nature of our present relationships To take a brother's hand most especially in those occasions where the form or appearance of the encounter wants to press me to um, lead or follow toward aggression or submission toward asserting my power or feeling diminished it's it's really something that he's um, that he's introduced us to in this section. Thanks, I'm complete.
2: Yes, very, very good
4: outline.
6: Thank you.
5: Thank you, Leigh.
4: Thank you, Lee. And it's now, uh, significant to me, of course, excuse me, I'll, I'll be just a minute. Um, it's significant to me that this is in the last chapter of the book. Like, we had to be prepared to hear this, or we would have, if it were in Chapter 1, probably, I would have rejected it out of hand. I'd um, be like, if this is what he wants us to do, and everything, like, I don't know, I don't know how I can do this, and I might as well forget the rest of the book. So, <laughs> so I'm really glad it's in Chapter 31, because now I can hear it, and it seems sort of possible to me right now. Um, thank you, I'm complete.
2: Yes, that's that's Thanks, an interesting Ida. view.
1: Thanks, because Ida, Raj, thank
2: Raj, Jesus says Raj starts out with chapter thirty one, so that you will wonder if you are that type how to take your brother's hand. It's it's really now we've seen how to take our brother's hand through the holy instant in stopping the idea of having a choice to step back or to step forward, to choose the tree of good or evil, when we can ask the Holy Spirit. Now, for those that are just entering the course, this is also the introduction to the course. This is the bookend, and it also presents a question. How do I take my brother's hand? So this is a curiosity embellisher, something to cause curiosity in the person who really wants to be equal with his brother but keeps thinking he should step back or step ahead. Competition in the world is the way to competency, but there is no competition in the Course competency is to see that you are already complete and your brother and sister are already complete and then asking to have your thoughts about competency and competition removed lets you reach out and take their hand it works on both ends of the course I'm complete.
4: Thanks,
5: thanks, Rob. Thanks, guys. Thank Rob. Thanks. Thank
4: you, both of you.
5: I always
2: think you have to watch this tricky, tricky little Jewish boy. He's got a double or a triple or a quadruple on time in everything he presents to you so that you can go deeper and deeper and deeper
9: into the world of love. I'm Well, when we're looking from an ego standpoint and everything is separate, then I do have to compare myself to my brother. Because, again, I'll either be judged as being less than or more than. And, again, I'm the one doing the judging. You know, something, something Chris had said earlier which really resonated with me, a line that I picked up decades ago the whip over my head is usually held by my own hand (laughs) it's me doing it to me right when i'm getting guidance from the holy spirit and there's only one then there's no need for competition because i don't have to compare myself to my brother because i am my brother again it's only in a sense of separation that i need to have comparison in the sense of oneness then i can just let the answer come from wherever the answer comes from because it's all coming from the same place So I'm complete.
5: Thanks, Stephen. Thank you, Stephen. Thank
0: you, Stephen. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you, Stephen. Stephen. It's Chris. You're right. Now, Now that really... Okay, so if I'm creating my own pain, then if I open up more to the answers right in front of me, it's the same thing, right? It's just the... It's just how I look at it. Oh, man, I'm so grateful for you people. I'm complete.
2: Yes. Now, what we have to remember, this is Rob, this is what we have to remember here. The whole focus of the course is to get you to recognize that you are in your ego mind. The way out of it is to ask for help. I know right away that I'm in my ego mind because it says in all the lessons, when I look, I judge. Looking is judging. So the answer is not going to come from the same place. It's going to come from the same place it always comes from, the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is your right mind held in trust for you while you're dallying or remaining in the ego which is always I look I judge so now I back off I say hmm I bet I judge that just like I always do I'd like to have another way of looking at this and that's what chapter 30 says in the first you know the seven principles of of changing the way you judge I'm complete thank you
1: thank
5: Thank you. you Rob
3: this is reverend rita joy uh just wanted to uh bring our attention or to 23 at the end where it says about the journey's goal and i think this definitely relates to my problem with uh any mm, the problem i've had in, in my life uh where i was at the effect of of someone i have left uh two jobs at least true jobs because of uh, my perception of someone and it's interesting because and I think I've shared this before but I manifested them as huge I mean bodily huge women I mean tall big women and uh, I would that's how it manifested for me and look at this I forgot at the end of 23 I forgot the journey's goal which is but to decide to walk with him so neither leads nor follows thus it is a way you go together not alone and then in 24th the reason um, I'm bringing this out is uh, the word uh, great companion because um, at one time I was in the rooms of uh, friends of Bill and I, I I only saw mighty mighty companions in fact I see them everywhere now um, an instance spent without your old ideas of who your great companion is, and what he should be asking for will be enough to let this happen. So it's a it's looking again at everything. And I'm looking again at those women who I was at the effect of and left my job, what an opportunity. Oh, man, I missed it. And and don't worry, because it comes back (laughs) over and over. Uh, We always have that opportunity to uh, see the mighty companion no matter what appearance you know somewhere in here it says you know uh, we don't let the appearance fool us that is a son of God who deserves my love and we walk together thank you I'm complete
5: thank you Reverend reja
3: yes thank you
5: thank you, thank you it's Lee in 22 you,
2: this is Rob how do you recognize a um, great ray you become one by recognizing another that's your twin
9: I'm really still left that willing to learn take the pain and move on what we're when we're willing to accept the guidance My experience has been, once I learn that persistent lesson that's been been presenting itself over and over and over because I'm calling it forth, once I learn that, then those circumstances disappear. I believe that I will oftentimes revisit it one more time to see if it really made peace with the situation. But once I healed something, where there was, the holiest place on earth is where an ancient hatred has become a present peace, right? So once I really have healed something, it's it's wonderful to sense, wait a minute, I used to react like this, and now this is how I react today. I'm making progress, and progress on perfection, right? So that recognition of the fact that I finally learned this lesson, and then my ego still wants to beat me up and say, boy, you could have learned it 10 years ago, you know. But no, I couldn't learn it 10 years ago because it wasn't ready 10 years ago. I must have been ready now because now is when I learned it, so... That's so coming up from me. Yeah,
5: I'm Thank you. Thank you, Stephen.
9: Yeah, Stephen.
5: It's Lee. Um, what you describe, Stephen, is what I see stand out in 22, which is uh, kind of a capsule version of what the correction process is. And his easy way of describing what correction is, is for me what he intends uh, what Bill intended by naming this section, the illusion of an enemy. In the first paragraph, I'm told that what's true is not battling what is not true. What's not true takes on a fierce battle against the truth. But if I align in any way that I'm guided to with what's so, then I realize I never had an enemy. There's no battle actually going on. The truth does not battle um, darkness. It just is. And when I'm through with darkness, I'll just return to truth. And I can be guided as gently as he describes in 22 when he says, Be very still an instant. Come without all thought of what you ever learned before. Put aside all images you made. This can seem to me like that's going to be really difficult but if I just ease up and relax and come to a moment undefended against the truth then he says the old will fall away before the new without your opposition or intent there will be no attack upon the things you thought were precious and in need of care no assault upon your wish to hear a call That never has been made nothing will hurt you in this holy place to which you come to listen silently and learn what the truth of what you really want and that sounds sweet just to come to learn the truth of what I really want no more than this will you be asked to learn I don't believe the Course is trying to introduce me to anything but to learn the truth of what I really want. But as you hear it, he says, you will understand you need but come away without the thoughts you did not want and that were never true. Isn't that just the softest um, description? Of asking Holy Spirit for correction I just love that thanks I'm complete
2: yes that's wonderful and you have to thank
6: ask thank you Lee thank you Sylvia. thank you Julie mm-hmm. and Lee. I thank
4: you yes it is the softest description
9: and you when you started always sharing have to ask when you started sharing Lee you made a very important Point for me that recognition that that the Holy Spirit never fights against what's not true. If I identify something as being false, then I'm giving it actual credibility. I'm giving it tangibility. Um, the idea that that we don't fight shadows because they're not real, you know. But uh, when you recognize, stand on the truth. And that will bring the light to the situation. But I don't have to discount or attack the uh, the false perception. That's why, to me, one of the, the most important concepts of this course is when it comes to correction. Uh, instead of trying to see the error in a greater light, you know, bathe it in the light of God, and blah, 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 blah. Now bring that false idea to the altar. Bring that dark idea to the light and see if there's any credibility there. And we recognize that as we bring the false perception to true perception, the thing that we believed had reality disappears. So instead of fighting something that's not there, recognize that there is no truth to that, stand on the principle of what is true, and then my resistance or my irritation, whatever the, the negative thing is, disappears because the idea that I thought
5: was valid disappears, I'm complete. Hey, thanks, Stephen. Thanks, Stephen. Thank you, Stephen.
4: Thank you so much for you, Marie. So, to me, this is very powerful and uh, perhaps the most powerful part of the whole course to me at this moment. Um. I keep, I keep remembering Lee Iacocca's old commercial, lead, lead follower, get out of the way. Well, I can't get out of the way because I'm here. <laughs> and I'm not going anywhere except eventually to the real world and eventually back to heaven with God and all of you, which I never really left.
5: Hmm.
4: It's going to have to work on me. I'm going to work on this idea from this chapter, and it's going to work on me as I ask the Holy Spirit to help me heal my past, or whatever needs to be healed, and, and do that by going with my brother and not trying to be like ahead of him or behind him, that's all just a compromise with what we think is our reality, so we can try to escape our guilt, but that's not the way to do it, obviously. So. Thank you. I'm complete. Thanks, Ida.
6: Very nice. Thanks, Ida. Thank you, Ida. This
2: is Rob. Lee Iacocca was the epitome of a suave competitor. You have an opposite example in our Lee, who is not a suave competitor but a soft reminder of the truth and that's what we all have to come back to we are into a divided mind state and the quick and easy door is the Holy Spirit and think about which lead you'd rather follow <laughs> the soft recommendation of asking your father your guide jesus or the holy spirit what do i do now or deciding yourself to step forward or to step back it's a beautiful example i'm complete
5: thank you rob
1: thank you rob
2: you're welcome you're welcome
3: thank
8: you rob
5: I thought I'd share just um, uh, a little something I noticed because you know I I work with the IP in this course the last three lines of this section are um, especially uplifting to me and they read like a a miniature poem and what I do is put this in first person so I read these last three lines And remember them this way. A blindfold can indeed obscure my sight, but cannot make the way grow dark. And he who travels with me has the light. If I remember that the ego's thought system and its outlook has been my blindfold, but that that blindfold cannot make of this life and world a dark place, it can't do it. It's a blindfold then I remember that he who travels with me has the light. Thanks, I'm complete.
2: And is holding our hand.
4: Thanks, Lee. Thank you so much, Lee. And, Lee, That's thank you for love. the reassurance in the message that you read earlier, um, your last your last uh, share. That was really helpful to me. I'm complete.
5: Mm, thank you, yeah. Sharon.
1: Yeah. It's so Lee. Thank you. Thank you, Lee.
6: I'm so grateful for your leadership. Oh, I don't know about leadership. We have mighty thank you,
2: companions.
6: Companionship.
2: That's what Achim says when you pronounce it in Hebrew. Brotherhood.
6: All right, brotherhood.
3: Reverend Rija, what do you say? Shall we pray? Yes, yeah, sounds sounds good. So, we will uh, just close our time together for right now with uh, becoming quiet, drawing within, relaxing, being still an instant. We read today, About the illusion of an enemy you know I I get a sense of a battle being waged Uh, it's an ancient lesson that I have yet to learn in which there seems to be a need to struggle and a fight for the new yet I'm learning truth needs no defense to be itself Today we learn no fight, no plans, no expense of time for truth to be. There's a battle, yes, but, quote, truth does not respond, unquote. The enemy we think is there is merely an illusion of an enemy. Now I learn I can simply relinquish my old ideas of how things are. But this, I'm told, comes after a decision I first must make. I first decide between what seems to be two choices, to be a leader or follower, and neither of which are true or different. I see these two choices, yet it doesn't matter which one I choose. I will always be disappointed. I may want to be leader today, Tomorrow I may want my brother to lead. Neither choice will satisfy me. I am deciding on what should be true instead of allowing truth to be itself. Now I'm learning what is truly happening. In every instant, I am asking of my brother what it is I want for myself what is it that I am saying to my brother and what do I hear him saying to me do I hear the call for hatred and death or do I hear the call for forgiveness and life quote two calls you make to him as he to you hear the one and you are separate from him and are lost but hear the other and and you join with him, and in your answer is salvation found. The voice you hear in him is but your own. What does he ask you for? And listen well, for he is asking what will come to you, because you see an image of yourself and hear your voice requesting what you want. Take not his hand in anger, but in love for in his progress do you count to your own unquote. Oh, "thank you and so we pray father mother god i i need your guidance i need your help in hearing love's call in myself and in my brother help me to love in the face of seeming hate to see light in the seeming darkness now I hear you guide me with these words given us through elder brother, quote, Be still and listen. Think not ancient thoughts. Forget the dismal lessons that you learned about the Son of God who calls to you. Christ calls to all with equal tenderness, seeing no leaders and no followers and hearing but one answer to them all. My child, be still an instant. Come without all thought of what you ever learned before and put aside all images you made. Forgive your brother all appearances which are but ancient lessons that you taught yourself about the sinfulness in you. For so do you forget the journey's goal which is but to decide to walk with Him, so neither leads nor follows. Thus it is a way you go together, not alone. And in this choice, is learning's outcome changed, for Christ has been reborn in both of you. And so it is. Amen. Amen.
5: Amen. Lovely. Thank you, Reverend Regia.
6: Amen. Amen. Thank you, Reverend Regia. That was beautiful. Thank you all. Thank you, Reverend Regia. Amen. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thank you,
1: everybody. Thank you, Reverend Regia.